We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello guys, welcome into another episode here on the Guilty as Charged podcast YouTube channel. This is Bolt Breakdowns, and I want to talk about some recent Chargers news that did happen over the weekend. The Chargers, right after our Q&A stream on Saturday, actually uh, and announced that they reached a deal with former Rams linebacker now Troy Reader, uh, who is now coming, or staying I should say, in Los Angeles. Uh, and so this is going to be an interesting signing to see where the Chargers, you know, stand on all of this with their linebacker room. We actually, if you want to go back to that Q&A, talked about it in depth uh, before this signing happened. It was like, okay, well, they have Kenneth Murray. They have Eamon Agbongamigo. We've kind of been going back and forth on how high are they on those guys, uh, particularly the the latter half. Of course, they want Kenneth Murray to succeed as a former first-round pick for the team, uh, but it'll be interesting to see how this all kind of changes with Troy Reader now in the fold. So let's get more specifically into Reader now. Uh, it is a one-year deal that will have him on the Chargers. This uh, original report was from Mike K. Uh, and so, yeah, it's a one-year deal. He's staying in Los Angeles um, and going cross town from the Rams to the Chargers. That's what uh, some people wanted to happen with other Rams free agents. But Troy Reader, now a Charger. Uh, let's kind of get into uh, his role on this team. And before we get into any of the metrics and talk about his level of play, I think this is the more interesting thing to talk about. Um, Kenneth Murray, Eamon Agbongvamiga, Drew Tranquil, Troy Reader, Nick Neiman, uh, Cole Christiansen kind of now make up that linebacker room. And the main question I have for this signing as a whole is a question that Tyler actually had. Um you know, what is Troy Reader's role, right? Because Troy Reader has a lot of problems, I think, as a football player. But if you have him as kind of a scheme fit, as someone who's only going to be playing closer to the line, is he going to be playing, uh, you know, potentially closer to the secondary at the second level? I think, uh, basically, is he linebacker too, right? You look at this uh, kind of depth chart right here, and you see that that's possible right we kind of know that they're going to favor kenneth murray a lot but we know that they played your tranquil a little less last year they say that they're high on amen agbang bamiga but are they are they just comfortable with leaving nick neiman on special teams are they going to use him more in the system 
there's really a realistic path to Troy Reader becoming the Chargers linebacker too. And that is kind of going to be interesting. Is he potentially starting over Drew Tranquil? That's also a possibility because we're very vague on what the Chargers feel about Tranquil as a whole. After last year, he did play earlier in the season, but then later in the year was kind of more relegated to special teams, except when obviously he was needed to play because of COVID and injuries uh, on the defense. Only, you know, is he, is he just depth? Is he linebacker four? Is he linebacker five? Uh, I don't think it has anything to do with Murray's surgery. Personally, I think this just is a move that, you know, gets Brandon Staley, a guy he's familiar with in the system. But I think all of these questions really do apply to this signing is, I am fine with the Troy Reader signing, depending on what his role is. And so that is kind of, I guess we should specifically get into Troy Reader now. Um, You know, this is kind of what the analytics say about Troy Reader. You sort of look at, uh, this was actually his 2020 season under Brandon Staley. And he actually had his best season. Um, Overall, decent linebacker. So, so, so run defender. I I think if you actually go back to this season, his uh, missed tackle rate was 12.9. Never great. Um, But he actually, as as a pass rusher, and when he attacks, I think the line of scrimmage, when he attacks, you know, a left tackle, right tackle, is actually very good, uh, I I think, at rushing the passer from what we had kind of seen in 2020 and some parts of 2021. Coverage, unfortunately, is a, a pretty big weakness for Reader. And if you watched in the NFC Championship game, if you watched other Rams games from this year, you'll know that opposing offenses, when Troy Reader was on the field, really went at him. Uh, and there's no better example of that than the NFC Championship game with one Kyle Shanahan, where it looked like Troy Reader just <laughs> was able to stand in the frame on every first down uh, on your TV screen. And so that is the not so good stuff. Uh, of course, when we talk about PFF grades, this is obviously just his regular season performance. Now, this is 2021 when we talk about the Raheem Morris defense and Reader took a hit in practically every category except pass rush. Like I mentioned before, his run defense was worse. Coverage was worse, allowed the most yards and I think receptions of his career. Uh, and then just overall was not very good as the linebacker. Uh, let's got, dive more specifically into the numbers here. The missed tackle rate is what really concerns me about this signing because the Chargers in the linebacker room right now don't have a lot of guys that can, can tackle uh, particularly well. Kenneth Murray's missed tackle rates have been pretty high as of late. Uh, Drew Tranquil, I think, is a pretty effective tackler. But other than him, I think you're relying on Eamon Ogbonga and Kenneth Murray to carry a lot of load when it comes to you know more standard run defense tackling. And now adding Reader into that equation, um, his missed tackle rate has not been dropping. Uh, it was 19.4 in his original season, but really it's kind of stabilized around 12 to 13% missed tackle rate, which is not good given the amount of snaps that he's playing. So when, when your snaps are increasing every year, you don't want your missed tackle rate to stay the same, uh, especially that just kind of means that you're still that much of a liability on an even larger number of snaps. Um, so that's not great. But, uh, and, you know, we talk about his problems in coverage a little bit. Obviously, this is kind of a tic-tac stat. You could take whatever you want from it, but it's a little bit, he did play 700 snaps and ended up giving th- up 361 yards. Uh, and had an 80% reception percentage, allowed 40 receptions on 51 targets. So there definitely was a nature to Reader's game where defense or offenses decided to go after him. Uh, and so I, I think that's going to be a little bit of a problem. 
the more specifically concerning thing than just yards is, uh, you know, uh, during the catch is yards after the catch, right? So a lot of these situations were defenses able to beat reader and then the receiver kind of runs for, uh, or I should say offenses beating reader and then, you know, basically taking advantage of the yak opportunities that he gave up after he missed the tackle or after, you know, something happened where he, you know, kind of fell out of the play after a certain point. So I, I do think the yak is a little bit concerning as well, but all of that being said, I do think there are some advantages to Troy reader, such a scheme familiarity. He is, he is familiar with Brandon Staley. And if you actually look at some of his film, I don't think it's all bad. Um, I think you can kind of look at some of his film here, right? This is actually a good example of a pretty clean hit from Troy Reader. He's actually a good tackler when he is decisive. Um, and I think that this is something to specify as to when he's decisive because, uh, you know, he can get faked out on a play, which I'll show you in a second, and, and therefore just completely miss the tackle or miss where the ball is going. But I think as you can see here, he actually is a pretty solid tackler when he is, you know, efficient and making his decision about when to make a play on the ball or on a receiver who's getting the ball, right? So that um, I think is good. We'll get into some of the negative later, but this is sort of also what Troy Reader, I think, is very good at. Um, just look at him just blow up this poor right tackle over here. So when he's playing close to the line of scrimmage, when he's making compact plays, Troy Reader is actually pretty fine uh, in these instances, and I think you can actually get a lot out of his usage. Um, so that is going to be interesting to see how far the Chargers take that. Uh, this is also a play. I don't remember if this is from the NFC Championship game or if it's from the regular season. I think the regular season. But he ends up taking a bump here and is able to uh, really, I think that's Juszczyk, and Ustrick is one of the better blocking fullbacks in the league. And he just absolutely puts him on his ass here uh, in you know order to obviously didn't make the tackle, but then leads this to this opportunity to get the tackle here. Uh, and that was, you know, taking Ustrick out of the play. So when he can play very compact to the line of scrimmage, I think that reader is an effective player. Um, but <laughs> and there's always a but when it comes to Troy Reader, I suppose. Uh, the real issue is, I think, his vision and when plays get to the second level, when they get to the third level in pass coverage situations, what he's going to do. So you can kind of see that in this instance, for example, uh, he gets faked out really bad here uh, by a wide receiver just kind of running across the field. And then, yeah, Troy Reader just we, we gets spin cycled or spin cycles himself really out of the play and then isn't in position to make a tackle. And he's you know the primary reason why this ball ends up going for like a 20 yard gain because he's not in the right position to make a tackle. Uh, and so a lot of that does happen with Troy reader. And that is a play that would not go under his missed tackle statistical category, but is a play that is caused by him missing the opportunity to tackle if that makes any sense. So all of that being said, I think there are positives and negatives to Troy Reader, right? We talked about his pass rush skills, which I think can be used to an effective degree. But I wonder how much those pass rush skills are really worth, I guess is sort of what I'm saying, because Drew Tranquil is someone who's been capable of rushing the passer and been capable of blitzing, getting a couple sacks, getting a couple pressures here and there. Um, so is it worth 
the obvious deficiencies when the run game gets to the second level and the obvious deficiencies in pass coverage just to have kind of a situational linebacker who's like going to blitz. Maybe, maybe that's valuable to Staley or again, that could just be very broad scheme familiarity, which is what Staley has talked about with some of his guys. Um, but I really hope that the signing doesn't go the way of Eric Banks where it's like, oh, I know that guy. I'm familiar with him. And he's cut. <laughs> um, I don't think that'll happen with Troy Reader. Troy Reader is a player who's going to be very important this season. Um, I don't know if he'll be linebacker too, but I do think he's going to play a large portion of snaps just because of the nature of linebacker uh, as well. These guys get hurt a lot, right? Um, and I, I don't think that's a stretch to say with how, especially how the Chargers room is kind of concocted and the questions about Kenneth Murray. Um, but he's going to be a guy that plays a significant amount of snaps at some point. Um, whether that's earlier in the season, whether that's later in the season because of injury. But I do think you'll see a lot of Troy Reader I, as to what his role is, whether he's linebacker two, is he starting over Drew Tranquil? I don't know. Uh, only time will tell as far as that is concerned. But uh, I think Reader can be an okay pass rusher. But if you're asking him to, you know, bail you out in coverage and bail you out as a run defender, you're going to be holding your breath until he gives up some 20 yard game. And that's kind of the read on one Troy reader uh, right now. I think that it's uh, an okay signing, like I said, in terms of scheme familiarity, but let me know what you guys think in the comments down below grade the Troy reader signing from an A to an F. Uh, and let me know your thoughts in the comments down below. And as always bolt up and I will see you guys next time. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat founder of ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust. So I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.